Hey, hey, what is going on? This is Arvel Craig with the Co-Focus High Performance Accountability Show. I'm so glad to get back here yesterday, or that was last week. I did not get a chance to share anything, but I actually did some things on Facebook, and I created this video. Um, the video was titled, The Four Things That Make Us or Break Us, and actually, that's what I want to talk about today. Um, in the context of growth, um, you know, I talk about relationships and routines that help us to grow, and um, there's actually four different areas of our life, um, primarily four different areas in which we create or um, structure our relationships or we structure our life and we build upon our routines or relationships around these four different areas. Again, we may or may not use all four, but um, to me, it's the best way to simplify the ways we can grow. And that's what I want to get into. So the backstory is, before I get into the details of it, the backstory was two things happened. Um, recently, I was at uh, my new office space having a conversation with a friend of mine. He was just venting and sharing and talking about some frustrations in his life or specifically some family members. And he was saying, dude, I wish my family was this. I wish that they was like that. Um, he talked about different things that he had done and he was kind of perplexed as to why um, his close family members were not behaving or acting or thinking the way that he thought. And that reminded me very specifically of my own thoughts about looking at myself and comparing myself to my family, some of my close family. Again, not in a not in a uh, judgment way, but just an observation of noticing the differences. And the really interesting thing that I realized was how much as a child I envied in my entire world, my goals, my dreams, my um, reality of what was possible was pretty much based upon my immediate family. My brothers and my father and my uncles, they were the chief influences of my life. And of course, just by DNA and by, um, you know, being born in the family outside of their um, physical effects on me, just the DNA, just the body, the, the family line, the temperament, there's all kind of ways that I know I was connected and I know I am similar, very similar to my immediate family. So as my friend was telling me his story and his frustrations, I want I am um, I kind of opened up and kind of shared with him some of the things that I had realized in which I want to talk to you about, in which I realized about myself, about these four different areas. Because um, so number one, the first area, of course, as I mentioned a minute ago, was the fact of in our our DNA, you know, our chromosomes, our uh, our genes, our temperament, a lot of what we get and a lot of who we are, we get naturally. There are things about our parents and our families, our great grandparents that we get just by being in the same bloodline. And a, a majority of that is just it is what it is. And um, we get that honestly, naturally from our family. OK, but then secondly, as we grow up. Right. And then we grow up in that family. We're physically around certain people. We realize that the second aspect that makes us who we are is our physical environment, our relationships. We all know the phrase, you know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future or you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So as a child, you're definitely 99 percent influenced by your your home life, your family. But then you've got your school, you've got teachers, you've got your neighborhood. And me, I grew up in Detroit, in the city, in the hood, on the east side, and then on the west side. And that was my home. So that physical environment was 100% 
um, influencing me, that along with my family, that along with my genes, that along with um, what I was born with naturally was what affected me and, and shaped me and caused me to become the person that I was becoming. But uh, by God's grace, I had some good friends in grade school who desired and had a certain level of ambition, which is probably based upon their home environment. And so because I was influenced by my friends, I happened to have some good friends that led me to uh, one of the top schools, high schools in uh, Detroit. So that's changed. That became my new environment. My new normal was that high school. And then and that high school, again, by God's grace, I happened to be around certain people that, yeah, we would club, we would hang out, we would do all the crazy stuff that high school students would do. But they all actually also were pursuing college and they were pursuing certain level of education. And again, I can go on and on. But, you know, a lot of my life was shaped by my relationships. And those are two of the four areas that shape us or break us they make us or they uh, make us good or bad and again as you get older hopefully that you are proactive as you get older you don't just naturally allow your relationships to shape you hopefully as you get older you choose you pick people who will help you to become the person you want to become you don't just take for you don't just take whoever comes in your life and receive and glean and allow them to affect you no you hopefully choose mentors coaches consultants relationships masterminds um aggressively ambitious people if you happen to be ambitious if you want to pursue acting you hang around actors you physically move from the midwest and you move into places like los angeles new york where action is so that just naturally you're in a physical environment so you shape your relationships you pursue things and that leads us into number three and that is um, the knowledge study that is purposely filling your mind, your imagination, your content, your unconscious mind with ideas, with realities. You train yourself, you pursue teachers, you pursue education. Um, and that's the third thing that shapes us. When you pursue knowledge, you pursue the a, 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 a study to literally change the way you think, to shape your personality. Yes, you might be shy, but you can pursue and study in a way that makes you less shy. Yes, you may naturally have a um, quiet personality. You might naturally have a certain personality. But if you actually, there's a lot of your personality that you can change because you want to. I, I will never forget when I read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I was a shy, for the most part, quiet person, but I began to read books based upon my environment, my relationships, my people told me and they showed me and I was in environments where I heard speakers talk about you can read a book and you can change your mind you can change the way you think you can develop your intellect you can develop the how fast you read and so I read books about shaping my personality so that I could be more attractive in a business environment and a social environment how to be more comfortable so I studied so that third area is your study your pursuit you actually actively engage um, learning things that will change you okay and then again, um, depending on your environment, you might be around people. You might have a family or people who simply live how they live and go with the flow. And all they have is their DNA and their environment. And so their entire reality is just in areas one and two. And they may not proactively look to change their relationships or look to study. Yes, you're done with high school, 
And maybe you pursue some certifications and some learnings, right? And it helps you, you know, get a few um, extra dollars per hour. But then do you continue to study in your mid-20s? Do you study in your 30s? Do you study in your 40s? Do you study in your 50s? Do you study in your 60s? You know, certain people study and they aggressively attack and look for more knowledge. And um, I like that. And I think, and I know that is a key component to shape your life by what you pursue. Okay. And then number four is the area of your spirit. And spiritual growth can somewhat play in area number three where you're pursuing it but in all reality it's also something that you just receive it's something that you're open to when you trust because you know spiritual development and growth isn't black and white it isn't science but it's real okay and so that area you might just you begin to welcome god's influence you welcome grace you welcome faith you you welcome hope you welcome gratitude, you welcome prayer and asking God to help you, to influence you, to shape you. You ask God for direction, for wisdom, for guidance. And so that fourth area, again, it isn't black and white, it isn't science, but it is a reality. It is a, a fact that a person who seeks or receives spiritual grace, guidance, direction from God oftentimes gets it. And so there's things happening that you can't even see. There's things that you're not even conscious of when you welcome God to influence you. You know, I'm not going to get into what it, what spiritual development and what spiritual growth looks like. But I want to just not think about the pursuit aspect, more about the welcoming aspect. Just realizing that outside of your intellect and what you study, outside of the physical people you're around, outside of what you are naturally born with, there's also a spiritual realm and a spiritual side of you that can help you become who you want to become if you welcome it, if you pursue it, if you receive it, if you're um, sensitive to it. If you choose to be sensitive to allow your spirit, your intuition to grow, that can affect you as well. Got it? Cool. So yeah, so that is the four areas that shape us, make us, or break us. How we are born, our natural DNA, our natural temperament, the environment that we are around, um, not just the natural passive environment, but the environment, the relationships to people, um, the physical, geographic environment that we put ourselves into, the things that we study, how we choose to train our brain, our, in, our insight, our intellect, um, our professional and personal development, and then our spiritual growth, maturity, um, acceptance and welcoming of that area. Those are the four areas that make us or break us. And so in the context of co-focus, any of those four areas, when you want to be intentionally active at growing them, at stewarding them, yes, you will need a routine, whether that's a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually way you pursue and assess that area where it grows. And honestly, you also want relationships in each of those four areas that help you to become more accountable, that remind you that you need to focus on that. Because some people have a strength when it comes to spiritual life. Some people have a strength when it comes to learning and study and develop and growth. Some people um, have a strength when it comes to, you know, super influencers or super connectors. So there are people 
who can help you in each of those four areas as well. Routines and relationships. Why don't you pursue or add routines and relationships in each of those four areas and you will definitely see them grow. Cool? Awesome. Well, thanks for checking this out. If you enjoy this, why don't you go ahead and jump on iTunes, write a little note, tell me that you liked it, tell me who you are. Let's connect. Find me on Facebook at Arvell Craig. You can also go to rvlcraig.com and look at uh, the you know majority of my content and kind of who I am and what I do. But it really, it's all about you. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you think. Let's engage. Uh, you can find me on Twitter or, or Instagram as well at, at rvlcraig. And that's all I got. Create a great day. Bye.